0: Pastor Lau and Pastor La Lahapasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Da's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Da Today I would like to share with you, try to be short, right? But I have so many things to share, but it's called the Emotional bank account. Emotional bank account. And all of us know about the financial bank account is. We make the deposit. Then later we will build up the reserve. And then we withdraw some money in the bank. When we need to spend it, then the reserve will go down. So at the same time, God created us as emotional being. We can have gladness, sorrow, anger. Fun. We are the emotional being. So therefore first of all I want to tell you that sometimes you have emotion and don't feel bad about it. When you have emotion it is not an ungodly thing. Because God created us that way. But of course God said that when in your anger do not sin. For example, sometimes we are angry. Sometimes we see something that is injustice. Sometimes we see things that is not right and we are angry. But God already clearly said that in your anger, do not sin. It means that don't always feel bad that I have feelings or I have emotion because we are emotional beings. In the emotional part, we also need to build up the reserve. In other people, emotion to the people all around us. We need to put in, we need to deposit more than we withdraw. Because if we always withdraw, eventually the reserve will be gone and the number will be red. We don't want that. So today I want to share with you a few things about how to help us to deposit, to make a deposit into the bank account of emotion. Amen. Yes, I want to share very fast because the feeling is built, you know, when you put a lot of emotional the deposit into the emotional bank account what happened is that you will feel safe and also you will trust the person right like um you feel safe you know just just you know compare like if you have a lot of money in the bank you feel safe right yeah i like someone say that i want to be a rich person <laughs> today <laughs> you know so so you you feel you feel safe when you have a lot of money you know um That's automatically feel that way. The same thing when you put a lot of deposit into the emotional bank account, you also feel safe with that person. And sometimes when you withdraw, it doesn't affect that much because you have put in a lot. Now, sometimes you make a mistake, you may say something wrong, or you may make some wrong decision, the reserve is still high because you withdraw a little bit and people don't mind because they know that you already put in a lot. Amen. So I want to read the Bible, Galatians 6 to 10. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teach. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sow, that he will also reap. For he who sow to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sow to the spirit will the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who are of the household of faith. So, first of all, doing good, you know, doing good, doing what is good. You know? So, because the Bible says that, let us not grow weary. Why doing good? Sometimes when you are doing good, people discourage you, or people say something, and you are discouraged. You say, "No, I'm quit, I'm quitting." You know. But the Bible did not encourage that way. But the Bible encouraged that: "Do not worry while doing good, because He promised that in due season you will reap what you sow." Amen. Psalm 103 verse 8: "The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy." Mercy is important too And being gracious is important It's Ephesians 4.32 And be kind to one another Tender hearted Forgiving one another Even as God in Christ forgave you God really encouraged us To forgive one another This one's really stuck in me Because more than this God said that Forgive one another Even as God in Christ forgave you He said that and if you don't forgive others from your heart, I will not forgive you. Wow. And I said, no, God. <laughs> you know, I've I seen many things in my life. I have done wrong many things, many, many things in my life. And if God does not forgive me, that will be bad. <laughs> that will be not fun, right? So therefore, I make a decision. And at least if my feeling is not there yet, but at least I make a decision and determine to say, to God, you know, God, I forgive that person. And I really ask you to please empower me. Please help me. Lead me, guide me, empower me so that I, will, I am able to forgive. For example, you know, so forgive is another one. I try to share the important thing. I want to share that. So you know, sometimes this is what happened. Sometimes you feel a friend, you know, that you haven't seen for a long time. A sister went to Las Vegas, you know, and saw many of her friends the friendship pick up right away because there was good memory back then, right? And the reserve still there. And so when you see your old friends, you pick up right away. But the hard part is the people that are around you and are with you now, here. They are in our life right now. For example, like family, you know, like spouse, spouses, children, friends. At church or friends at work workplace, for example, you are in contact with them. And there's a lot of time that they withdraw the, um, the bank account, the emotional bank account. You know, when, when you see them, when you see their weaknesses, when you see that they disappoint you, that they may not do things that you think that they should do, for example, then it's go down. That happens so much, especially in the family. When you see that the reserve start to go down, that is what we need to remember, that we will always have to put in the deposit. You have to be aware that everyday life, that is when you have to put in the deposit of the emotional bank account. I want to give you an example like in a family. Before we get married, wow, open the door. <laughs> open the door for you. Come on. And then what else? Pay for you when you go out for dinner. Send flower to you on Valentine. After marriage. <laughs> after marriage. If you don't put your leg fast enough, the door might bang <laughs> on your leg. Because, boom, you know. <laughs> Forgot to send you flower on Valentine Day. That happened in the families. That happened, really. Before, when you were boyfriend and girlfriend, every time you see him you make sure you put makeup on. (laughs) You look at the mirror a hundred times. Make sure that every little hair is in place, right? After Mary... (laughs) I don't want to say it. (laughs) After Mary, he cannot run away. (laughs) So we do whatever we want to do. So that is the thing that, don't do it anymore. <laughs> you know, start new today. <laughs> make sure that you take a shower. <laughs> you make sure that you look pleasant. <laughs> when your husband come home, at least look pleasant. <laughs> you know? But this is true in, in many people's lives, right? That we don't put that deposit any longer. We don't care anymore. You think it's okay, we already have three kids together, you cannot run away, so you are mine. <laughs> At this point I want to share that. We will have to always constantly put in the deposit. Never, never take it for granted with our loved ones. Our loved ones, our family members, our friends. Maybe you have known them since they are born. I have seen so many children since they are born. But then when they are older, I'm still make sure that they know that they are appreciated, they know that they are important for me, for example, never never take it for granted with everyone. always constantly in the mode of how can they put deposit in your life? Amen. Another thing that is Colossians 3:12, therefore, as the elected of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering. So all these things we put in by being kind and being meek and humble and being patient and have mercy. All these are the ingredients that we need to have so that we will be able to put in the our emotional bank account. Because, you know what? Because a little disrespect, a little discourtesy, a little unkind thing, are the things that withdraw very fast. We may think that it's not important. It is. Unkind word. Do you speak with your spouse, your children, with a kind word or unkind word? It's important. Do you have courtesy for the people? Or you don't care, you just be rude? All these things, little things in life, matters. You need to really be careful. I want to share six things that will help us, but I will share like short ones because I know the time is running out. Six major deposits that I want to share with you. Number one, it's very important and it is the key of every, every other deposit. That is understanding the individual. Understanding the individual. You need to understand the other person. If you don't understand the other person, you don't know how to deposit. How can we know the other person that is spending time? Please take time every day. Think about how can I get to know the person. Some people don't even know their spouse. They don't know what they like, what they don't like, who are they. For example, so you need to know your spouse. You need to know your children. You need to know your friend. You need to know your co-workers. You need to know the leader in the church, for example. And how that is to spend time. And how you spend time. A lot of ways you can do it. Like calling, for example. Calling. Go out for a cup of coffee together. Have lunch together. Come to the woman breakfast together. These are all the things that you get to know each other. This is amazing thing. People want to be contact. But they don't want to contact people. They're so happy to receive a call. They are so happy to receive the invitation. But for them to invite someone, no, no, I'm not doing it. And that will not help because that is the first thing that if you want to get to know another person, you need to initiate the relationship. You need to initiate the time that we spend together. And in a various way, you can do that. You need to know the individual. For example, I know my husband that my husband wants to finish things very fast. That's why, you know, some of us receive the email very fast. Like, when you email him, he email right away. That was one time someone emailed him at 2 o'clock in the morning, and he replied right away. <laughs> because he's that kind. He like to do things very fast. At first, when I first got married with him, I was frustrated. He wants me to do five things at the same time. <laughs> Okay, at around midnight, he said, yeah, also feel that form out. I said, you want me to feel the form about this thing at 11.30? You know, so I have to learn. I, now I, you know, I know him. So I kind of, to deal with him. <laughs> but no, not dealing like that. But So now I know to talk him into two senses, you know, that that honey... I can do tomorrow morning after you went to work after everything's come down I will be able to fill that one at nine o'clock in the morning, so I have more time and i have more energy to do it, but I cannot do it at eleven thirty to fill out the whole form. So you need to know your people around you you see how can you put a deposit when you don't know when you do not know them? That's why the bible says that in proverb twenty seven twenty three proverb twenty seven twenty three be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend your herd you know I, this morning you know I, I read this again and I talked to Pastor Lau. that Lau, I think our next mission there is we need to know the state of our sheep we need to know them where are they are they in doubtful? or they have a lot of faith or they don't have a lot of faith or where are they are they having some problem Family problem, financial problem or anything. We need to know the state of them. Not to be nosy, but to pray and how to help and how to encourage them. For example, so know the individual. Number two, attending to little things. Little thing is big thing in a family. Matthew ten thirty. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. God knows even how many hair we have on our head. He is the one who pay attention in detail. Therefore, we too, we need to be very sensitive. Ask God, God, dear Lord, please help me deposit in the life of my family members, my friends. Everywhere I go, please help me to be sensitive the leading of your Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will be able to lead you and guide you and to do the thing that is exactly the right timing, the right thing to do for that person. For example, the Lord will be able to help us. You just have to ask. He said, ask and you will receive. So ask him because little kindness and little courtesy is important. But small discourtesy, little unkind, little form of disrespect, little harsh word can make a large withdrawal from the bank account. So therefore, we need to be sensitive. And care about little things, amen. And number three is keeping the commitment. I want to share with sister that it is not all about praising people, and it's all about lifting up always like that. But all these things that I share today is very important. If you keep the commitment, it is big thing, a major thing in some of the people. I want to give you example. For example you forget what you already promised. If you promise something, follow through. If you promise something, follow through. I really encourage everyone have a little book, note. When you promise something, you need to write it down. Because if you forget, someone will get hurt. Because people tend to build their hope around the promises. Is that right? Our children, oh, if you promise them something... They remember. You already forgot they remember. So you have to put the note down. And also, Pastor Lao, oh, please come over to have some Thai food at my house. (laughs) And then he forgot who will cook. (laughs) So I said, honey, write it down, okay? Because if you promise them and you don't follow through, you don't invite them for years, they will feel hurt. Because they build their hope around that. Some people, and our children, now I learn not to promise if I think I may not be able to do it. Or if I promise something, this is something that's good. You put a lot of contingencies <laughs> in there. Yeah, mommy will take you to Disneyland if, you know, <laughs> if, if, contingency. If I'm not going to the mission, I have to go back to check my schedule because sometimes I forgot to check my schedule and then I already gave the promise but now I have to say I think I will be able to take you if yes I can drive you if (laughs) if there is not uh, emergency thing happen if you give some contingencies the kid know that mommy cannot do it because the little baby is sick You know something, so we cannot take the older one to the place. That's happened, emergency thing, that the little one is sick. So keeping the promise is something that is so important. Another one is also important, that is clarify expectation. A lot of time people are disappointed and they withdraw from the emotional bank account because of unclear expectation. That's why... That is the reason why, you know, when we went to the church camp, you know, there will be someone who come and announce that this is to be expected. Like, after 11 o'clock, it has to be quiet. Or when you go to get the food, make sure that you put the dish in the place where, you know, you have to clear the table and put it here. After the camp, you have to pull all the blankets and pillows and put it in front of the room. There is some expectation that need to be announced so that people will not no, I don't know, I don't know that I have to do this Oh, and then they will get mad at the camp committee because it's not clear so therefore it has to be clear You know, when you expect your children to do something it needs to be clear for example, before I remember when I was driving my children from school in the car I would say things like expectation when you go home You have to put your shoe away in front of the house, neatly, not just throw. After that, you have to do homework or you have to practice piano. This is the thing that you need to do. They have that guideline already because I give them, this is what mommy expects you to do. Because I cannot get mad at them. If they go home and then they throw their shoes all around you know, and throw their bag everywhere and they don't practice their piano, they say that, oh, mommy, you never told me. Well, I don't know. But there is something that is not clear. But there is expectation in there. You know what I want to tell you? For example, right? Marriage. In the life of husband and wife, sometimes it is unspoken expectation. You expect this and this and this. They cannot meet your expectation. For example, like the wife and the husband expect something. After they stay together for a while, they find out, this is not what I expect. This is (laughs) something that husband and wife never come and make agreement, right? This is you need to do. This is what I expect you to do. We don't say it because we love each other, we want to be with each other, but we never really have any written thing uh-huh, in the paper and sigh. <laughs> and sigh. So it is an unclear expectation that happened. Whatever that can clarify, we should do it. I still want to encourage all of us, all of us, even in the marriage, in the family there is not clear, not spoken expectation. But I really want to encourage all of us that remember, number one, we are not perfect. We are human beings, made of flesh and blood and bones and have emotion too. We are from different families. We are from different backgrounds. Some couples are from different countries. Or the culture, the way they were raised up, And all these things can make it kind of difficult to live together. All of us, you know, including myself, that I need to know, number one, we are not perfect. Give a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of grace. Give a lot, a lot, a lot of grace. Give a lot, a lot, a lot lot of forgiveness. I married for 38 years. So, believe me, I know how it's like to be in a marriage. (laughs) To be in a family. That's why I really encourage all the sisters. Be patient. Give a lot of grace. Knowing that we are not perfect. Really. Work on the differences. Work on the differences. Look into the Bible. Look into the Word of God. The husband and wife will be like this. God is here. So when the wife grow up in the knowledge of God. Wisdom of God. The husband also grow up. Then... We can go closer to the Lord. And that is when many things we will think the same way because of that. So I really encourage, you know, I want to see everyone, every family happy, you know, fulfill children are fulfilled and happy. That's why I want to share this, you know, put a lot of deposit in there. Amen. God gave us the very clear expectation I want to share with you. For example, in Ephesians 5, 25 to 33, we don't need to read all, but he tells us that a husband is to love your wife and a wife to respect her husband. Clear, right? Clear communication from the Lord. He tells us to give thai 10% of our income to the local church. He commands us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Basically he expected we will not miss church and fellowship. And Jesus told us that if you love him, if we love him, we must take care of his sheep, and that is his expectation. Jesus gave very clear expectation because God does not want us to be confused. What we're gonna do in life? How are we gonna walk on this earth while we are living? Therefore, we have to bring that into consideration to that. We need to make clear expectation. So I normally will, you know, with, do with my children. Cannot be clear with my husband. <laughs> because husband and wife, we don't really say expectation to each other. But as time goes by, I think he knows more about me. He knows what I like, what I don't like, what I expect him. And I also know what he expects me. He always expect me to finish everything. <laughs> you know, he called me. Hello. I expect he going to say, I miss you. <laughs> right? I expect, right? Oh, I miss you, you know. During the day, he said, oh, da, have you gone to the post office yet? <laughs> <laughs> so when I know that you know and when he said that I'm not mad at him because I already know that is his expectation. For example, Pasalao is such a great great person. I just share with you for fun of the differences that we have. I'm a more, more relaxing person. I put the schedule like this 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 this, right? So I can do this, can do this and not frustrated. Pasala put five things in 2 hours. <laughs> And now you have to finish it. And I cannot do it. So now he understands. Now he said, no pressure, no rush. You can do it next week. You know. So it means that he knows me now. Another one I want to share is showing personal integrity. If you have the integrity, you can be trust. Right? You have the integrity. You're faithful. I'll give you an example. There was one time, one sister warned me. And I accept her correction gladly because my mother-in-law had the uh, disabled side at that time my mother-in-law did not go with me and then i went to a pipe market we had to meet one place many many church members went there on that day i had to go now what what i'm gonna do and i went into the parking i pay pay for the parking because it's a pay parking and then i i pull up the disabled side put there the, and the sister come and tell me, Pastor you should not do that. <laughs> <laughs> no integrity, right? Not good. I try to explain to you what integrity is like. We need to have integrity. If you have integrity, your friend will trust you. I welcome the correction. I feel that is love. So that I will not do that again. That is the integrity, right? For example, like pay your tax. Pay the loan. If you borrow money from someone, pay the loan. The husband is faithful to the wife. You will not still, like you get the credit. Yeah. For example, like um, someone is doing this, and then you said you are doing it. That is taking the credit from the other person. Don't do that. Okay? And this one is important That is that we can apply and use it. That is loyal to those who are not there, not present. i give you an example. For example, you are talking to a friend. And then you told that friend about the mistake of the other friend. Or you said, she's not good. You know, she's such a gossiper. And yeah, she do this and that. Right away, you discredit yourself. Because the friend that is listening to you will say that if I am not here, she will say this behind my back. Right? So that one is so important that don't do it because you discredit yourself. You don't have the integrity because that friend cannot trust you that maybe behind my back she will say that about me. This is a very important thing that we need to be loyal to those who are not there. And also another one I want to share is that treat everyone the same principle or the same standard. That one is important. Even though they are young, they are old. They are rich, they are poor, it doesn't matter. And they are able, they are disabled, it doesn't matter. Sisters, this is how you put in the emotional bank account. You treat everyone with the same principle. You treat everyone the same way. We have many kids, right? Treat them the same. One time my daughter asked me, Mom, which sheep do you love the most? You know, which of your chip, do you love the most? And then I said, can you tell? So I said, what do you think? Who do you think I love the most? She said, I don't know. That She doesn't know, right? Yeah. And then I asked her back. I asked her because we have three kids. I asked her like, okay, honey, three of you, who do you think mommy loves the most? She said, I don't know. Yeah. She cannot tell. And she cannot see which one. I have two girls and a boy. She doesn't know who I love the most in three of them. And she doesn't know either which sheep I love the most. Because I try to treat everyone same standard, same principle. Basically, I love them all because I love them. I thank God. I believe it's not me, but it's the Holy Spirit is from God that God gives to the pastors to love his flock, his sheep. Showing personal integrity. So I share a few things. Do not betray trust and treat everyone with the same thing. And be faithful person. Be faithful to your husband. Be faithful to your wife. And last thing I want to share with you is learn to apologize. We need to be humble. James 5.16 says that, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed confess your trespass to one another and pray for one another. Proverbs 28:13 He who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will find mercy. You can talk to the person that you wronged them with a sincere heart, say that I am sorry. And sorry take a lot. Saying sorry take a lot. Like take humility and accept the truth. Say, you know to your children Tell your husband. Sometimes you hear some husband say, you never ask me for forgiveness. You never say sorry. Mm -hmm." Say sorry to your children. Say sorry to your spouse. Say sorry to your friend. I was wrong. That was unkind of me. I show you no respect. I gave you no dignity. And I'm deeply sorry. I'm sorry that I embarrassed you in front of your friends. Many things that is happening in our life. But if a person sincerely says sorry, most likely they receive the forgiveness. So these are all the six things. Today I did not teach you how to cover up sweet, try to be over nice, but in a not sincere way. I'm not saying that. But to put the emotional bank account is all of these things that I'm sharing with you. You know, I know the time is running out, but it's so important that we will be humble, kind, respectful, ask for forgiveness, constantly think about how can I put deposit into the lives of the people all around me. Amen. Yes. Yeah. I hope that it will be benefit to the sisters. Um, Heavenly Father, I pray, dear God, that you will please help uh, strengthen empower all the sisters to be able, Lord, to put in the emotional bank account to all the people all around them, dear God. And I pray, dear Father, that every family will be happy. Father, every person will be refreshed and go from this place full of happiness and and grace and lifted up, dear God. Just want to pray, dear God, and thank you for all who come today, dear God, and We thank you, Lord, that you are here with us, too. In Jesus' name, amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.